Welcome to the weekday Mass at Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Creston, Iowa. Today's Mass is for the Feast of the Holy Family. This Mass was recorded on Saturday, the 30th of December at 5 p.m. The Mass intention is for the people. Father Patrick is celebrating Mass. Rachel Raymaker is our pianist for this Mass, and our cantor is Dan Gibbons. Our lector is Joanne Gibson. You're going to hear some icky sound near the beginning of this Mass until the second reading. It was at that point in the Mass that I looked over at the sound mixer and realized that the recorder wasn't turned on. Therefore, I've replaced the opening song and I used the microphones on the cameras as best I could to get some sound for the opening parts of this Mass. From the point the mixer was turned on in the second reading, everything starts to sound much better. Have a wonderful New Year's Eve and a peaceful and prosperous 2024 from your friends at Film for Faith. Mass will begin shortly.
worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We celebrate the feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And we gather here to worship as one family as well. Let us acknowledge our sinfulness before God and before one another, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my faults, through my faults, through my most grievous faults. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary and her Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
is to give us a shining example of the Holy Family. Graciously grant that we may imitate them in practicing the virtues of family life and the bonds of charity, and so in the joy of your house, delight one day in eternal rewards. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. I will make your reward very great. But Abram said, O oh Lord God, what good will your gifts be? If I keep on being childless and have as my heir the steward of my house, Eliza. Abram continued, See, you have given me no offspring, and so one of my servants will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, No, that one shall not be your heir. Your own issue shall be your heir. The Lord took Abram outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars, if you can. Just so, he added, shall your descendants be. Abram put his faith in the Lord, who credited it to him as an act of righteousness. The Lord took note of Sarah as he had said he would. He did for her as he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time that God had stated. Abraham gave the name Isaac, to this son of his, whom Sarah bore him. The word of the Lord.
brothers and sisters, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place that he was to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was to go. He received power to generate, even though he was past the normal age, and Sarah herself was sterile, for he thought that the one who had made the promise was trustworthy. So it was that there came forth from one man, himself as good as dead, descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sands on the seashore. By faith, Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was ready to offer his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac, descendants shall bear your name. He reasoned that God was able to raise even from the dead, and he received Isaac back as a symbol. The word of the Lord. Be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, 
which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. God is good, and all the time, and that is his nature. Merry Christmas. God is with us. Merry Christmas. God is with us. Merry Christmas. And God is with us. Merry Christmas. Yes, we are happy at Christmas because God is with us. And today I want us to reflect on the theme, the family's blessing. The family's blessing. Every year we celebrate the feast of the holy family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, towards the end of the calendar year. A time when we all give thanks to God for all his blessings throughout the year. A time when we all pray for and hope for and look forward to another year of blessing. And one of the greatest gifts that we can give thanks to God for is the gift of the family. Beginning with the gift of Jesus' own family, Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus. Without a family, we cannot have a church. Without the family, you cannot have friends to relate with. Without the family, we cannot have a parish. Without the family, there will be no city, there will be no community, there will be no country, there will be no world to live in. Without the family, we will have no doctors, teachers, scientists, we will have no firefighters, military persons, we will have no police officers, doctors and nurses, we will have no priests. Without the family, the world basically 
will not exist. Do you see how much a blessing the family is to the world and to you yourself? Why? Because God has made it so. And our readings tell us that the source of the family's blessing is God himself. So this feast tells us how good God is, who blesses us, how human he is, that he comes to us in our own form to live with us in the context of a family, to tell us the importance of a family, the family's blessing. And now, as we give thanks to God, we remember some great people of faith. We remember, first of all, Joseph and Mary, who received the Son of God and became the parents of the Son of God. And immediately they gave birth to him, and just after 40 days, they would waste no time to acknowledge the source of the blessing of their family. So they take the baby Jesus, who is the source of their blessing, to the temple to offer the sacrifice and to offer up the baby to God, to consecrate the baby to God. He is their world. And that baby is going to be not the world only of Mary and Joseph, but he's going to be the world for all of humanity. And just at the moment when this baby, the source of blessing, the blessing himself, appears in the temple, an old man, Simeon, comes. He had been praying with the Holy Spirit and looking forward to see this blessing, the salvation of God, Jesus. He sees Jesus and he says, look, he prays that now I'm ready to die, I'm ready to go. I have seen God's salvation. He counts himself among that big family of God, a family related not only by blood, but by faith, by love, by charity, by the will of God. Then that old woman also comes in, and she comes in, she prophesies, and she says, you too, a sword will pierce your own heart. Beloved, we also remember the great family of Abraham and Sarah. They went through all the troubles of family life. Even in their old age, they had no kid, they had no child. And at a time when everyone would think that it is medically, scientifically, humanly impossible, God steps in and they have their source of blessing, a child, Isaac, who becomes a source of blessing not only for the two parents, but also for generations to come. Isaac becomes also our father in faith. Friends, as we also near the end of the year, of course, we are at the end of the year, what can we be thankful for in our families? I want you to look at your own family. See one person that you can pick out as a special source of blessing for your family. For Abraham and Isaac, for Abraham and Sarah, the source of blessing was their son, Isaac. For Mary and Joseph, their blessing was baby Jesus. 
Remember that sometimes the source of blessing will not be the most likeliest. It might not be the, most, the, the nicest person in the family who is going to be the source of blessing. But that is where God will show up, will show his face, let his splendor, his light shine on you and the whole family. And two, I want you to also consider those who do not belong to the small family, the nuclear family, do not belong to the family by blood, but are part of that bigger family of God, the family of faith. Those who perhaps spend their lives alone, most often they are alone praying for us, for you, but you do not know. Let us remember those who are in the nursing homes, those who are living alone in their, in, their, in their homes, those who are aged, and because they are aged, their friends are no more, and they spend hours of their days alone. They, too, are part of the big family of God. And finally, see which area of your life you need to acknowledge the source of your blessing. For Abraham and Sarah, they held on to their faith even throughout their, trouble, uh, their troubling times. They held on to their faith. For Mary and Joseph, they hurried to the temple to offer praise to God, and they would not do it once, but they would keep doing that until one point even their son, Jesus, would get lost and they will be so anxious going around looking for the child Jesus. As we bring this year to an end, one, we want to thank God for the gift of that source of blessing in our family, that person who is so special to us, even if we do not think so. Two, we want to recognize those who may not be part of our family by blood, yet form part of our family by the bigger gifts of God's faith. And three, we want to acknowledge where we need to see God's blessings the most in our family and work more towards that area. And above all, let us remember that only God is the source, the true source of the family's blessing. God is good. All the time. And all the time. Our Father, who is love, has spoken to us in his word of love. We respond in faith with the Nicene Creed, page 9 of your Missalette, page 9, as we pray, I believe in one God,
friends, the family of Nazareth inspires us to imitate the virtues of holiness and piety. With this ideal before us, we ask the Lord to hear our prayers on this family day. For the church that her members will be strengthened, purified, and renewed through the grace of Christ's body and blood, we pray to the Lord. For those charged with protecting society, that they will build a world in which family life is revered, protected, and supported, we pray to the Lord. That all who care for children will regard their vocation as a sacred trust from God, we pray to the Lord. For families suffering from financial hardships, that they may find hope in the birth of Jesus, we pray to the Lord. For family members who are alienated or estranged, that the unfailing power of the mercy of Jesus will reunite and reconcile loved ones, we pray to the Lord. For God's family gathered here at the sacrificial table, that we grow in love and charity, becoming the best version of ourselves in God's eyes, we pray to the Lord. And we pray for the souls of Jim Evans and Kelly Gates. We pray to the Lord. Now deep in your heart, place your personal intention before God. Father in heaven, by subjecting himself to Mary and Joseph, your son sanctified home life at Nazareth. As we offer our prayers, help us to follow his example, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Let's do our offertory song, 87, Angels We Have Heard on High.
Pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We offer you, Lord, the sacrifice of conciliation, humbly asking that, through the intercession of the Virgin Mother of God and Saint Joseph, you may establish our families firmly in your grace and your peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with Lift up your hearts. Lift up the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right, right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for on the feast of this awful mystery, though invisible in his own divine nature, he has appeared visibly in ours, and begot begotten before all ages, he has begun to exist in time, so that raising up in himself all that was cast down, 
he might restore unity to all creation and cause straying humanity back to its heavenly kingdom, back to the heavenly kingdom. And so with all the angels we praise you, and in joyful celebration we acclaim. Creator rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, 
and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servants, Francis our Pope and William our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. My dear friends, at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Beloved, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Community Prayer for Eucharistic Revitalization. O oh Jesus, my Lord and my God, I come to you this day to praise you and adore you, to thank you for all the graces you bestow on me in the divine sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. Open my eyes and heart fully to know you are truly present, body, life, soul, and divinity. In the bread and wine offered in this mass, I believe, Lord. I love you, Lord. I offer my life to you in reparation for all those who do not know you, love you, or believe that you are here in our midst today, tomorrow, and always. May the Eucharist ignite a fire of love and gratitude in our hearts, 
so that we may share your love with all. This I pray with all those who are in your presence with me. In your own name I pray. Amen. Let us pray. Bring those you refresh with this heavenly sacrament, most merciful Father, to imitate constantly the example of the Holy Family, so that after the trials of this world, we may share their company forever through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Bow your heads for the family blessing. O oh God, you have created us in love and saved us in mercy, and through the bond of marriage, you have established the family and world that it should become a sign of Christ's love for his church. Shower your blessings on the families who gather here in your name to worship. Enable those who are joined by one love to support one another, by their favor of spirit and devotion to prayer. Make them responsive to the needs of others and witnesses to the faith in all they say and do. Through Christ our Lord. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Let's sing our closing song, 86, Joy to the World, all three. <laughs>